Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie III. I'm Jack Allison. And today we're doing an episode I've kind of wanted to do for a while. Um, wow. We haven't yet. Not me. But because, as you hear, Jack is scared. He's terrified. I, is, of- I, I am so scared to talk about this. <laughs> I mentioned earlier today, someone was like, what are you doing the episode about? And I said what it was, and they were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're talking about something that everybody's talking about Oof. in a really awful way. And Well, not awful, I would say. I, I say to talk about it in a way that doesn't really move the conversation forward or make anything clear. It makes it impossible for people to communicate with one another when they use this word. Everybody's mad about it. Some say it's not real. Some say it is real. And it's the most important thing going on. Where does the truth lie? Uh, you may be surprised. I think it's somewhere in the middle. Um, and th- we're talking Your favorite today. centrist show, everybody. Yeah. Struggle session. <laughs> today we're talking about cancel culture. Cancel culture. Jesus Christ. So, of course, it's in the news recently because uh, Shane Gillis, a comedian, was recently sure. hired and then fired by SNL. You know, uh, I had a hire office. rescinded, never fired, you know, just just not hired in the end. <laughs> he, was, he was in a Schrodinger state of hired and <laughs> I not think hired he may be, I point. think you're letting SNL off the hook if you say he wasn't hired. I think that I think it, we, That's if true. we want, you're right if about we want, that. If we want to stick the knife into the people with the real power and really deserve it, we need to say like they hired him. They were mm-hmm. welcomed him. They probably sent him like a gift basket. And all I, I swear to God, they hired him for what they fired him for. <laughs> that's what i actually think is that they hired him for what they yeah. ultimately ended up having to fire him over like they needed a really consistent racist i, I think they want i think that i think what they want is like i think they wanted to sort of check the box of like we want like a kind of edgy legion of st- skanks type of comedian or whatever and so you know as snl does I don't know this guy. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of people that are like fans of his show and everything. And I haven't listened to his podcast and all that kind of shit. Uh, um, I, you know, I, what the clips I heard are, are not that funny to me. Yeah, they, <laughs> weren't funny. I mean? they weren't funny at all. They weren't really chill. There are people, there are people who like, I, I like that I have, that I notice people that I don't dislike, like being upset about this. And I'm like, uh, maybe this guy has something, but like the clips that I saw were not very good. You know what I mean? Even as yeah, comedy. Yeah. Yes, and so, and that's one thing people say about cancel culture is like you're taking, it's when you take, you know, this one thing that the person, person has done or said wrong and kind of cancel them entirely as a person, um, for that. I don't know if that really applies to the same Shane situation. We'll get to it later because he did have opportunity to maybe walk some of this back and he chose not to, obviously. And, uh, what happened happened. But I, I, I want to talk about, you know, like why this word is such a problem. And I, uh, somebody a couple of days ago asked a question like, okay, who has actually been canceled? Right. Cause pe- right. a lot of people, when people say, you know, uh, cancel culture is run amok, people will, you know, point out that like, oh no, all the people who allegedly get canceled come back. Uh, Louis CK and Aziz, fucking harvey weinstein sure you know like he's you know fine like what what does so far yeah who has actually been you know permanently com- and by the way who has been compromised to a permanent and definitive end because also, they got by the canceled way, online 
I want to say about Harvey Weinstein, like, because that's like the example you can actually get to where it's like, well, Harvey Weinstein is like doesn't have his company anymore and he's like facing litigation. That's because of like fucking criminal yeah, offenses. Yeah, exactly. Like, criminal level rape is what he's accused exactly, of. Like, exactly. It's very different. He wasn't tell fucking jokes and then lose his company. Like, it, exactly. if you get canceled for criminal level rape, that's a little bit different. Yeah. So it wasn't even like, I never would call that even like a cancellation. That seems odd to me. Like, why right. would, because, but when people ask, like, that was people would say like harvey weinstein um like uh, like people who were like actually like arrested and charged with right. stuff like we're so but they also said things like politicians like howard dean got canceled the dixie chicks which i think is more closer to like what we most people currently mean by you know cancel culture it's like the dixie chicks but like and yeah, so people had all these answers that were like just all over the place from politicians to musicians to TV shows. And what made me realize, and something I've suspected for a while now, everyone who talks about cancel culture or cancellation is talking about something entirely different. Yeah. I has a different definition of what it means to be canceled. Like for some people, it means like it has to be something where you actually lose your job and you like go away forever and don't come back. For some people, it's like people just say a bunch of bad things about you and they keep saying bad things about you. And everybody like has all these different def definitions of what it means to be canceled. So that's why when any of these discussions about cancel culture, we're never starting from a basis of you know common understanding of the language of what it means mm -hmm. to cancel and like it made me realize that there are different types of cancellations there's different cancel cultures going on right and it's all hmm. and it all depend is happening at all these different levels from you know some you know random person who makes a racist joke on Twitter or Facebook and they get fired from the pizza shop they work at to, you know, a big name Hollywood uh, celebrity who, you know, might get canceled, but it doesn't really affect them or their lives in any right. significant way other than like people get mad about them when their name comes up. Like it's all these, you know, different levels to it. And I kind of think the way I usually thought about cancel culture Whenever I would, you know, criticize it and say it's not really helpful. And mm -hmm. it's one of the most prominent types of cancellation. And, and I realized something about it. So it's the cancellation of like um, your fave is problematic. That type, okay. that, that type of cancellation where you let, pick a celebrity and make a listicle of like every bad thing they've done wrong, right. done or said wrong. None of it will be anything like, you know, super significant that's going to affect their work. And like some and, you know, you see these things pop up. I think the most, you know, like we were talking about on the uh, Dave Chappelle episode, very problem. He has a very fave. Your fave is problematic page yeah you know type of career lots of things he said that people can you know be upset about but it doesn't really affect his career like it, it doesn't affect him like he's fine yeah he's, yeah he's, he's fine. like he might be better his career might be hotter than it ever has been and there was a threat there was you know a threat on twitter like this very weekend while the shane thing was going on which was you know all why all the problematic actors in the mcu <laughs> it's just like somebody just took like Jeremy Renner, Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris, other Chris and Chris, 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 and named and wrote down like all the things that they've the done bad. bad. Right. And it's just like, what 
is the purpose of that type of cancellation? Like it just, and I, and, and it took me a while to realize that. And of course it doesn't affect like any of them. It doesn't do anything to any of them. No one really cares except like these little small fandoms or right. fandoms. And it made me realize, Oh, this type of cancellation that I think most people kind of hate has nothing to do with the actual person being canceled. Right. It's about making the people who like that person like feel bad, right? Like <laughs> for liking them. Like that's the point. Right. Like, like a extreme, a good example, I think is helpful to pick out an extreme example. Like people who try to cancel in 2019, HP Lovecraft. HP <laughs> Lovecraft, who has been dead for a very, very, very long time. Of course, he right. had some very noxious, awful, racist um, views. And every so often, people will try to cancel him and say, you know, not only was he racist, he's a bad writer, he's this, he's that, he's blah, blah, blah. And like, what was, where are you trying to get there? What's the point of that? And I realized, you know, it has nothing to do with really HP Lovecraft. It has to do with the fact that. Everybody loves H.P. Lovecraft and some people don't. And if you don't like H.P. Lovecraft, like one of the ways to cope with, you know, his massive, you know, influence on all of culture is to, you know, say it's like bad to like him. And you come up with the list and you try to cancel him and it has nothing to do with H.P. Lovecraft. He's dead. He's not making any more money, but it has to do with the people who do talk about him and like him. And that kind of gives you like a rhetorical advantage. At least you think it does. I don't I don't think that type of cancellation really works, but it is kind of prevalent. And it has, you know, that one type of cancellation has nothing to do with the person who's done it and also doesn't really have a lot to do with like helping marginalized people who may have been affected, you know, by, who are affected by, you know, racism, right? Like it doesn't really help anybody. It's just kind of about making yourself feel better for not liking this thing. Right. You know, there, I, that is almost, that's your sort of first category of it, which is almost the cancellation of the fans. It's trying yeah. to cancel the fans for liking them. And so, yeah, so that form of cancel culture much more serves as kind of like this dark shadow of stan culture which right. is also by itself very dark it's so, so maybe we call, <laughs> you call that like uh i want to call it dark stan culture but that just sounds like a black guy named stan or something yeah, like yeah. so yeah, i don't know i'm pretty, cool I'm pretty stan. sure the original stan shadow stan like, culture shadow stan culture, culture. <laughs> you know in japan they actually do have a word for it it's called uh it's anti anti uh Anchi, uh, how you Japanese pronounce it. So, like, there you got your fans, and then you have your anti fans who are always trying to cancel you, which means like say that you're bad, so your fans don't like you anymore. And I must be clear, this is this does not apply to like R. Kelly. I don't really think like R. Kelly is like this type of like cancel culture. You know, that's a that's a different thing. That's a different like an offshoot of like arguing about which movie is better like it's this weird thing where you've like made these people into avatars of themselves instead of actual people and you're like arguing about it in the same way that you'd argue about which star wars movie is best and like just vehemently you know yes yes and except arguing about star wars is of course you know 
core to our culture and like i know i'm saying you know it's very different when it becomes applied to like a person as opposed to like a movie or a property you know what i mean of course of course of course that's the one is real scholarship the other thing is just a mess just a mess yeah And so yeah. that moves me to the other kind of cancer culture that, you know, people also have kind of turned around on. Like, but a couple of years ago, it was really like kind of cool, a cool thing that people liked, but people started realizing that maybe it's not the best thing. And it's the uh, kind of you fucked up culture where, you know, somebody, often a relative nobody, sometimes a famous person uh, will do or say something that they just shouldn't have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes uh, usually about saying something, saying something like, you know, saying an off color, uh, off color joke, like the the woman who was on the flight to Africa and made the racist joke. Right. And was like fired before she went. That's like that's the so you that's almost like shame culture. Like, yeah, that's almost like this weird proto cancel culture where we all kind of got off on like bullying people, but because they deserve it. And <laughs> yeah, like, they deserve kind it. Of like, yeah. It's like bullying is fun thing but it's only for those that deserve it you know only for those that deserve it happened to a lot of nobodies a few years ago like there's a long list it happened to a friend of mine actually uh like he i'm sure sure this one went really big viral i'm sure a lot of people uh remember this one it was the one on facebook where this white guy um took a picture of himself with the son of one of his co-workers and he was like a black kid and it had like a racist caption on it. i forget what the caption was and then all you the people yeah I, I well i know the guy who made the initial post i knew the guy who made um uh, who made one of the comments that was shared oh. they made a bunch of like racial comment racist comments mm-hmm. um throughout the thing about the little kid uh, on their little facebook thing and the funniest thing is this guy i knew like he he was always like one of the nicest, sweetest guys to me. And the last thing I talked to him about before this went viral is that one of our, you know, mutual friends actually like went like serious, hardcore white supremacist and like oh, attacked wow. me on his Facebook page. And he blocked the guy. My, my friend who made these racist jokes blocked the guy and then messaged me to apologize for like wow. going through with that. So, it was like this bizarre thing. And then he goes viral for making these racist jokes. And, and that was, and, you know, people tried to, you know, get him and all the people, like the person who posted the picture and all the people fired. Funny thing is my friend actually works at worked is a, was a manager at a uh, exotic dance club. So like, you can't get canceled from that. (laughs) 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 It just, you just can't cancel. It doesn't matter what you say. If if you don't want to get canceled, you just have to get the right type of job. (laughs) Yeah. Do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah. If you have the right type, a job you can you can get away with like saying some fucked up joke um on yeah. facebook where you think nobody else is seeing and right. uh, you do it i think the celebrity you know kind of version of this uh also applies with like um someone like a hulk hogan um even okay. though he was it was a private you know tape when he said the n-word but it still mm-hmm. was like a you fucked up moment and he did right. get fired uh by wwe for it and i didn't really you know agree with it and I, i'll tell you why I, I, i've always said like i don't really think people should get fired for a racist joke I'm not talking about the shane gillis thing this is a that's a very different thing like somebody makes one racist joke on facebook but no but i don't think most people do it anymore like but like from you know 
the inner birth of the internet to like oh, 2016 Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. 2016. That's like half of what people did. All they those made racist jokes. So much of making racist jokes all the time. And it was only when it became Facebook that everyone started using their real name and they were like, Oh shit, I shouldn't probably be making like racist jokes under like my real name. I should only yeah. do it when I'm like fucking, you know, Green Lantern 86. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took a while for people to kind of like climb onto as a few of these type of cancellations and people decide, you know what? That's not how we're going to be. And this is called up with some people because they have a past and the history of saying this sort of shit. And, you know, like it was part of the culture that everybody has just like kind of pretends that they don't remember. Um, as as yeah. is convenient for them, um, but you know, with a Hulk Hogan, like he got fired, or anybody who gets like fired for this sort of thing, I've said this for years now. I don't really think it's necessarily like a good thing because you know, as a left as a socialist, I don't want people necessarily to lose their jobs for what might ultimately be a minor indiscretion that ne- didn't necessarily hurt right. anybody. This is, of course, not talking about people in positions of power. So uh, like a Donald uh, Sterling or Serling, the guy, sure. the owner was of like the Clippers. Those people? Yeah, yeah sure. the, the owner of the Clippers, the NBA team. The owner. The owner. Yeah. If you count owner. him on the, it's no longer a metaphor. It's just slavery, right? At least that's going to be the perception. You can't keep him on when he's expressing, you know, racial animosity and he's the owner of a bunch of black people, right? Like, like that's the sort of thing. Like, if you're, you know, if I, I remember there was this, like, this girl, like a teenager who, like, took tickets at the movie theater. This was during the Obama era. And she made a tweet that was like, it wasn't even like, it was like Fox News racist, like not saying the N word, but saying some shit like if black if, you know, if black people yeah. have it so bad, why is there a black history month, but not a white history month? It was something like that. You know, that to- yeah. sort of, you know, Fox News, you know, right. 2015 era, dumb white people racism. And she right. and people like went after her and got her fired from her, her like shitty job taking tickets. And I'm like, I don't really see the purpose of that. Like, what does that do <laughs> to help like any person? Like she was not someone in power, in charge of anything. I like I think yelling at her is fine. Shaming her offline. That works, too, I think. I think that's fine, too. But, yeah, yeah. but that was back when like people were really into like looking up people's like jobs and like calling them for thing fucked up things they say. I don't think we do that as much uh anymore because right wingers figure out how to do it too, right? <laughs> like we, we, don't, we don't do that too much anymore. So that type of cancellation is, you know, sometimes you know the response is usually like has a purpose and a point and it's fine. Um, To actually say, like, you fucked up, but the opportunity should be there for a person to say, you know, I fucked up. Right. And they should take full advantage of the opportunity. If they don't, Lord help you. (laughs) Lord help you. I can't can't do anything for you if you don't take the advantage of the the opportunity. It's fucking real out here. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you got to realize it's not no one's fucking around on the Internet. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. So every, everybody's on their best behavior. Everybody is like a PR person for themselves. Uh, <laughs> I guess it doesn't apply to 
Hulk Hogan because he was like privately re- recorded by his friend whose I, wife he I was sleeping with. Element in here of you know that the, the the power element, like with a you fucked up type of cancellation, like you know if it's someone who is in who has power, if everyone's sort of punching up, like this is just us like taking the opportunity to like you know call one of the aristocracy or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean. That's why I'm more okay with it with the Hulk Hogan thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like so it, it I, all has to do with like power and what people have, and I don't know. Yeah, but but the see, I didn't feel feel like that because Hulk Hogan really does never really had a lot. Well, in t- t- TNA, once he left WWE, he kind of had some power. But in WWF, like the guy with all the power is Vince McMahon, and he is a racist. He has said the right, like inward right. like on the show <laughs> before. Like right. he is definitely you know an awful right wing racist, and like for him to like get credit for like right. firing Hulk Hogan for something he yeah. said privately yeah, when Vince McMahon has. Yeah, when Vince McMahon has so much blood on his hands, so much blood, right. like uh, the guy who fucking covered up the fact that his one of his wrestlers like beat his girlfriend to death, like Jeez. call like called her, uh, uh, accused her of being like not his girlfriend but just a sex worker who wanted money and threatening her to smear her to her in public to her family, um, paying off the cops, doing all that shit, like. Vince McMahon doesn't get canceled. In fact, he gets bonus points for like not <laughs> yeah. for like firing Hulk Hogan and people. A lot of people I, I like and respect were like really big on, you know, fuck Hulk Hogan. Don't bring him back. And I'm like, so like you have the like ultimate evil in Vince McMahon no, like, uh, right uh, here uh, getting like props kind of props from you for like firing just like some guy with a bad back who said the n-word you know <laughs> a couple times privately I, I I it just didn't vibe with me as something and and like all the people who worked with him like a lot of the black wrestlers who worked for him they were like no no I never had any problem with Hulk Hogan he's one of the greatest guys I, I ever worked with some people were like no no he's a black guy <laughs> like some of the people <laughs> inside he's a black he's a brother <laughs> I don't know no. about that but like it was not the case of a Serling where obviously you just can't have somebody in a position of power saying right. shit like that. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, the other type, though, you fucked up cancellation where you right. know, you fucked up and you obviously and people come after you. And I think, you know, then, then there's the kind of third one. It's kind of a hybrid of the first two. It's like you kind of fucked up a long time ago in a way that may not have been even a fuck up at the time. Then. Yeah. Yeah. And now people are looking at, at this stuff. And I think, you know, even though the Shane Gillis one is not this, it bears the most resemblance to this because his sure. shit was like a year ago, right? But his shit was like 2018, like late 2018. Yeah. His shit was a year ago. It wasn't a long time ago, but it has a similar shape to ones yeah. that have happened to other comedians over time. Uh, Kevin Hart, we've already gone through the uh, Kevin Hart right. thing. And also all the people who were mad at Kevin Hart had the same shit too. Like Sarah Silverman got yeah. <laughs> caught up it, in it and actually lost yeah. out on work because of her past shit of doing like a blackface skit on Comedy Central. This was yeah, on TV. Character, yeah. Yeah, so like <laughs> people were like, like, 
people were, when this came out, people were like, you know, being extreme, being mad specifically at Sarah and just Sarah. Like this was broadcast on right. national TV. Hundreds of people were in the way between that being filmed and right. broadcasts, and they were all on board. And all those people are still working somewhere, probably in yeah. high positions, and they have like no accountability well, for it. I don't know about Comedy Central, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, somewhere, but, yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's it's just that that's that's the kind of thing like the and it, all, it always gets comedians because humor doesn't age well, right? Like that's yeah. the, like it is, is uh, uh, you know, it really is, you know, a very fleeting. <laughs> it doesn't work, sort of. Uh, for maybe even like two minutes after you watch it. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was just watching like Trading Places and Dan Aquar just does full on blackface as a Jamaican. One sure. of the, and we said that movie was unimpeachable. <laughs> like a week ago. <laughs> but that's wow, straight okay. up in that film. And like so much comedy like does just does not age well. That gets back sure. to like back before all the uh, comedians online, they were like our pundits now. But before they were just making jokes as Shane Gillis was doing last year. But like in 2013, all of them were just like making jokes about black people and Asians, like all of them, all the ones who are telling you, you have to vote for this and that person. They were just on Twitter making racist jokes like that's just fact. There is not a one that's an exception. I know you're thinking of one particular one right now. No, he is not an exception either. He was doing it, too. Okay, I promise you he was doing it, too. So that's kind of, you know, this third cancellation where and, you know, I I think with this one, you do have it is about the person and they do have that window to say I fucked up and Mm -hmm. apologize and make a genuine one because it is usually stuff that's in the past. They can contextualize it. They can talk about it. And, you know, it, it usually happens when they get like a new position, a new job, like Kevin Hart with the Oscars, um, that sort of thing, like, or, you know, a new special, so whatever. But and you can't do have an opportunity to say, like, look, I said this in the past. I fucked up. I would love to say that if you make a genuine apology, people will forgive you. But I have, I don't know if I've seen a genuine apology yet. I don't know. It's hard for me to think of an example where someone really went out and said the right thing. People are always really defensive because, you know, at the time, maybe they didn't say anything that was unusual. And they're looking around and all these motherfuckers yelling at them like, hey, wait a minute. You said this and you said that and you did that on your show. And it's just like, yeah, you get defensive at first. Like, why am I being caught? Why, why me? Why me? Why just me and not all these right. other people who did it? But I think if you can do the genuine apology, you can probably move on from it without too much damage because this is a very online thing. Most people aren't going to hear about it or know about it ever. And if right. the first articles that they look up when they come out is, you know, so-and-so made a genuine apology and donated such and such money to somewhere, right. like, you're probably going to be okay. Sure. And so this is the, like, you know, uh, this is the one where I'm like, I don't know how much, here's where I start to get, you know, uh, uh, not, not, I'm not uncomfortable with it, but I'm just like, uh, my feeling about it is that I'm like, uh, uh, People are allowed to be pissed off about whatever they're pissed off about that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I actually don't 
even think a lot of the times when people like you know are posting about some something that some comedian did i think that they're just pissed off about that and they, they've like mostly seen it for the first time like that day you know what i mean like i think that there's like this when you when you make it into a cancel culture when you like you know when you're putting putting on it that this is about cancellation in some vague way or whatever you're really stripping people's ability to just be like this pisses me off you know what i mean yeah yeah because you know sometimes people are just saying like oh this is fucked up this is bad this is uh pissing me off like for example like all the awful snl clips you've posted that piss people off like that's not a cancellation. Nobody's been like fired I mean, Christian Wig or whoever was in those I'd all love to cancel SNL. I would actually think it'd be great to cancel that TV well, show. Well, maybe maybe we're jumping ahead a little bit. But you know, we'll for, for later. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, that's just like people are I mean, just saying Strong is, is in that video doing <laughs> like an Asian voice. And I don't really see people, you know, uh uh, you know, being like cancel Cecily or whatever. Yeah. This is just like I'm posting those to just be like, look, this show sucks. This sucks. Doesn't this suck, everybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like most people are, you know, just gonna take it and me like that sucks and kind of move on. And I, I this may be bad to say, but I think you know, you can un- ignore like entirely a lot of these. If the institution that you're relying on kind of just ignores it, like it just kind of right. goes away. <laughs> like I think mm-hmm. like uh, like you know, if you get hired somewhere and some people start posting a video of you saying something fucked up, yeah, it would be nice to make a genuine apology and all that. But you know what else you can just do? Like, don't tweet. And then the other, then your company like doesn't say anything about it. And then you just move on. A lot of people have already done that. So that's an option right. too. Like the, the problem is you want it, but people want it both ways. They want people, they want to get out of the shit without you know having to eat any shit basically right like why should i ever have to hear fucking anything is kind of the, is like the uh the feeling that people have yeah so shane gillis you know he's kind of a bad case for this right because the exceptions that usually apply don't apply to him like he wasn't you know making a joke he was kind of just like saying casually slate saying a bunch of slurs on the podcast it wasn't 2009 it was 2018 like i'm uh-huh. sure like if we had you know uh, there's a lot of comedians out there with shit kind of like this but you can make a real argument that they were telling a joke and it was 10 or 15 years ago and you right. know it's a different completely different context so he's like a really bad example for complaining about cancel culture because it was shit he was just doing and also like he had been you know you know, reprimanded and told like not to come back to certain comedy clubs for doing similar shit to this. Like it, it, so it wasn't just about like people on the internet who never, who don't know anything about Shane, don't work with them, finding this and just making a big deal about it. No, this was people who also worked with him, his comrades in comedy who also like were tired of his shit and somehow some way, SNL finds this guy and hires him and you know the um friend uh you know the video got posted of the things he was saying on that podcast in the show a lot of people got upset a lot of people pointed out it was kind of fucked up Mr. Yang Gang came out and said that you know he wants to like meet him (laughs) like for some reason 
I actually think this this thing with Andrew Yang, him like telling SNL not to fire someone and then SNL firing them, I'm like, wow, you've like sure made yourself look like a weird, powerless fool. Yeah, like, you know, you're not Obama <laughs> yet. You don't have the job yet. Obama Impact. would, yeah, Obama would one thousand percent try some shit like that. Uh, <laughs> but he was when he was already president and he could make it happen, right? <laughs> he didn't right. wait. He didn't do it while he was still running. Um, and then and, and polling in like the single digits. So uh, Yang Kang, that's some clown shit right there, uh, Andrew yeah. Yang. But you know, <laughs> and so you know, Shane did have that space to apologize, and he did like the bad apology, the to the people I've of who are actually offended. He had the new one. It wasn't even usually. It's just to the people who are offended. Like, that's I'm like the sorry. the cowardly pushback, right? For him, he added in the people who are actually offended. Like, come on. Uh, not, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, there's a part of me with the Shane Gillis thing that I'm like, when Shane Gillis was recording that stuff, he must know in the back of his head that he's like, this is not the type of comedy that will allow me to get on SNL or yeah. like <laughs> have like normal, traditional, mainstream, you know, yeah, appeal. Yeah, really good point. You know like I like am doing stuff on Twitter where I'm like SNL fucking sucks. I hate SNL. I don't think I'm gonna get hired on SNL. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, 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 so in the end, I'm like uh, SNL did everybody dirty. You know what I mean? I think that they wanted somebody somebody edgy. They maybe didn't know the like the breadth of his work. You know what I mean? But I think that they did know that he's like you know associated with Legion, Legion of Skanks, Skanks and a more you know sort of edgy comedian or something like that and i think that they wanted that and then i think that they also fired him for that you know they shouldn't maybe have wanted that in the first place yeah like so yeah it's jesus christ because so he did it's all it's like if you do want that then what are you doing Uh, like what why why did you go a whole why'd you go a news cycle where like you didn't fire the guy then you like wait till like after the week it's truly bizarre what happened over there it, it was really weird like obviously like i think that's a really good point because a lot of people there's a lot of people who have you know because of you know actual principles you know actually have you know talked themselves out of tons of jobs and opportunities and no one complains about no one calls that cancel culture right no one calls that can no one calls like you know what's uh craig mason telling you that he's not gonna hire you cancel culture like that nobody says that like they, that's just like things. That's just how I am being a showrunner, and I have like made that choice. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'm fucking getting hired on. I don't when I'm like calling out or like being, you know, getting into it with Adam McKay on Twitter or whatever. I'm like, well, I don't think I'm probably gonna get hired by Adam McKay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it, because part of the like, I think so, part of the reason people get mad about cancel culture is it's not just it's not it doesn't just come from straight from people with power, right? It comes from people like it's right. It's a, you know, like small D democratic in some ways, whereas just like people are getting mad about something and then they can exert some power. And that's why I drive, of course, why it drives, you know, people with money and power completely nuts because they they, shut everybody up. They're so used to everybody just uh, deferring to them all the time. Yeah. And, and so like, that's kind of like the, 
good side, you know, of cancel culture that, you know, people can make their voices heard and give some shit yeah. to people in power. Problem, of course, is that it doesn't always work that is directed at, you know, people in power. Sometimes it's people without power. I mean, obvious, like there's a lot of examples of, you know, if you're a woman, if you're black, if you're Asian and cancel culture comes for you, you don't really have any recourse. You can't, you know, unlike a Shane Gillis who like will probably have a better career because of this, um, you can actually be canceled like forever and be uh, thrown thrown away because you, that's how, how you are as a marginalized person in society. While Shane Gillis, if he wants to, he can cash in on this, have his do his triggered uh, special and like be fine, be fine. Like it, it he's he's getting reached out to by all the sort of weird and hacky guys. I'm bummed. You know, Norm Macdonald is a bum is a bummer of one, but uh, you know, I you know uh, what are you? That's kind of the weird comedy thing. That's why I'm kind of like sick of comedy. I've been saying because like, I, like I, comedy I, brain is comedy brain. Yeah. Like I almost don't want to hold it against like Norm Macdonald and Rob Schneider because it seems right. like they're like. It's just that if you're in comedy, it gives you a weird brain, and you feel they like they sit around that wretched table downstairs at the fucking comedy store, and that and it like something seeps into their blood <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't want to I, I don't want to go too hard at the pe- at the comedians who are defending them because they think because I really do think they think Shane is like uh you know he said all these things in the past and they were jokes, but they weren't like he's not a good example for you know, cancel culture uh, going too far. It's like just accountability for the shit he said. And the real problem, the real problem ultimately is that it, all the shit should have mostly been directed at Saturday night live for like, you know, hiring this guy who did all this racist stuff. And more importantly for being a program that has a bunch of racist stuff on it, like all the time, all the time. And while also trying to be like, the woke show and you know i i almost say i have to say i have to be honest with it you know i hate snl i do Me not too. want snl to exist i don't want it to be on maybe i'm, I'm like an doing, anti-snl partisan you know yeah maybe i'm doing the first type of cancellation on snl maybe i'm telling all these people who still like snl that your fave is problematic um, i actually am that's what I'm. That's the kind of cancellation I'm trying to do by posting like racist clips from SNL. Is just being like, "This is what you rep. This is who you celebrate." <laughs> I, 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 and you know that that's why you know that whole Shane Gillis thing. It really just kind of weighed heavy on me. I couldn't really figure out how I felt about it because I didn't want. I realized I didn't want them to fire him or actually do anything about it because if they do then they'll get credit for not being right. racist when they are and not being bad when they are racist and bad right. and what i actually want to happen is them to hire like more and more racist comedians until everybody realizes it and then the show is canceled that's what i want yeah. to happen i want them to hire the worst most unfunny angry white male comedians who are always (laughs) complaining about cancel culture i want all the show to just be those dudes and michael che and that's uh what i want from snl until it finally finally dies i want to speak briefly about you know there was a lot of outcry from 
uh, uh, fans of Shane Gillis and people that listen to the podcast and everything like that. And everyone was very, very upset at the idea that like Shane might miss out on being on SNL. And I, I, you know, I'm not perplexed, but I do have to like question why. And, like, don't y'all why? like Shane? <laughs> don't y'all like Shane? <laughs> Actually, really, how I feel. I'm like, so if you like Shane and you like Shane's comedy, why do you want him to like go be part of this horrendous machine where he'll like maybe come out one time dressed in a bear costume, like maybe get one line the entire season, and even if they feature him all the time, he certainly won't be funny to you anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Why do you want to ruin him if you are already a fan of him? Except in the sense of like, you know, I want him to get the money. You know what I mean? Which like, yeah. I get that one. I do get the sense. I get the one where it's like, let your guy get the money or whatever. But I, I don't think like Shane Gillis was going to get on SNL and suddenly SNL was going to be like funny. Yeah, you know yeah. what I is is, is is like it's like he would have a long and like good career but it would be making fucking dog shit that sucks and that you would hate yeah like so if you you know really want to uplift shane in his moment of need like i don't know like i'm sure he has like does he not have a patreon or something that you can donate to I, i don't know if it like shut down it shut down when he was hired i don't know if they've like started it back up again but they had the fucking they had a patreon already you know what i mean i'm like if if that's your guy he was doing this type of comedy like you know what i mean it's like what what is everybody supposed to do you know what i mean i saw a lot of people being really really mad at seth because like seth posted the clip right but it's like seth is a fucking comedy journalist you know what i mean like he's a critic and a comedy journalist and so like it's kind of the way everything is supposed to function. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This, I'm just it, looking. He did have a Patreon and it was fucking popular. He had a yeah, 20, he had, he had 2,300 patrons. Yeah. He's like doing okay. Yeah. He, he, you know, that's not, you know, that's maybe that's not, not SNL money, but you know, just two guys uh, playing 22, 2,300 patrons, you know, that's, that's decent. That's decent. And I'm sure he's going to get right back to that. He'll play. He'll have like he's going to have a lot more patrons if he opens that Patreon back up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's not to say that like Patreon is the end all be all or whatever. But oh, it's definitely not. You, <laughs> it could shut down any day. But you know, if you want to say what the fuck you want and never ever have to face any kind of repercussions for it, it's a good way to do it. I personally do that. I do that myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck I want whenever I want to whoever I want to and there's nobody that can get me fired for it. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the trade-off that we make in this modern world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but you know. I saw a tweet from from a uh from a comedian on television uh, who I won't out because they deleted the tweet very very quickly, uh, but they said, "You want to you want to know a real good way to get canceled? Like speak out about Palestine." <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't think we don't think about those things as coming from you know we don't call that cancel culture whenever people take right. you know principal stands you know from you know a susan sarandon or, or whoever you know who takes like a, a stand to like help people and then all the people right. in power come for them we don't ever right. call that uh cancel culture and that's is ellie valley a a a, a victim of uh cancel culture yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah, but but and the, but the thing about that, you know, is that when you do take a stand for the people with the people, people do have your back. The people do have your back yeah. and will try to uplift you. So, you know, they don't really get canceled um, either. Very few people uh, do. 
ultimately. So, you know, I mean, ultimately, it's like we are living in a sort of more tribal world now. You know what I mean? Like we are. There is this. I don't think that's true. I don't think people people say that all the time. I don't think it's any more tribal than it's ever been. It's just more people online and looking, maybe looking at the other tribes. But like, I mean, is it more tribal than like the civil rights era? (laughs) Like, I don't don't think so. Right. Right. (laughs) I don't think so. But yeah, that's pop science. I did read, I just, it was like, I read a book that said that. And I was like, I want to say, you know what that, that book said. And, you know, <laughs> and well, now, like, and now you've, like you don't read up. Now you've gotten cancellation too. <laughs> pop books, folks. You got to not read that shit. <laughs> All right, folks. I, I do want to say, you know, one thing, cause there were, were, you know, there was some uh, incident that happened this weekend. The thing sure. to remember, you know, folks, if you ever try to cancel someone, Make sure you got the reach. Let's not miss. Let's not miss, folks. That's struggle session. Have a good one. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.